Amen. Praise God. Thank you so much for sharing and being open and honest and opening up your hearts today. All right. Well, this year, like I said, it's our 100-year anniversary for New Hope Family Worship Center. We've been um, on this corner for 70 years. Yeah, I know. It started out as an Italian mission over on Main Street. I figured with the address that I got that it's right around where Del Taco is. <laughs> so we'll be having um, a major celebration this year for this. And uh, so be ready for that. But uh, today, I want to, I have a title of my message is The Ways of Life. And uh, I know we have a lot going on, so we may go a little longer today, but that's okay, right? Yeah. Amen. This side's okay with you. This side, you guys are always quiet, huh? So we're going to read out of Psalms chapter 1, verses 1 through 3, if you'll stand with me as we read this. It's, it's titled, The Way of the Righteousness and the End of the Ungodly. Verse 1, Blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor stands in the path of sinners, nor sits in the seat of the scornful. But his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law he meditates day and night. And he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that brings forth its fruit in its season, whose leaf also shall not wither, and whatever he does shall prosper. Dear Heavenly Father, as we go into your word today, I pray that, Lord, that our hearts would be open wide to what you have for us, that, Lord, that we would grow this year in leaps and bounds, Father God, from getting closer to you. And as you've declared, draw close to you, and you'll draw closer to us. So, Father, I pray that would be our agenda for the year, to get closer to you like never before. And, Father, we thank you for this time together. In Jesus' name, and everybody said... You may be seated. We put it on our website this year, on Facebook and, and every other system that we could think of. You can get that next slide up. Um, a Bible reading plan for the year. It's on version, and I know it's kind of hard to see, but the one, the Bible with Nikki and Peppa uh, Gumbel, classic version 2024. That's what we started on. I started on January 1. Now, if you go and you say, I'm going to read the Bible with the church, I'm going to go through it and read it, just say you're starting on January 1 and then start reading where it is today, okay? And then just go back and catch up when you can. I miss days. I'm not going to lie. I miss days. I'm not perfect in it, but I get as many days in as I can. Because some days I'm distracted by other things that I'm writing or working on. But I, I just want to encourage you to do it. It takes about 15 minutes a day. You'll be getting the Word of God pumped into your life and your mind so that you're able to have th good things to meditate on. Amen? So how many of you spend 15 minutes on social media a day? Yeah, some of you ain't going to raise your hand no matter what. But <laughs> there, there's other things that we give our attention to, whether it be the news or, or watching a TV or whatever. But if you want to be bold for God... We need to know more of who he is, amen? And we need to know more and more every day his character and how he does things. So getting into the word every day will help you. I'm telling you, I've been doing this for a long time, and it helps me because I kind of know where things are at in the Bible. 
You know, somebody could bring that up, and, you know, I mean, everybody expects me to have the, the Bible memorized, but I don't. <laughs> so, but I know where a lot of it is. So when people bring things up to me, I can, I can find it really quick. But, you know, when we had that housing crisis in 2008, people were losing their homes, and people went to lending institutions for advice on how to keep their home. And, 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 and if you go to the world for advice, you get worldly advice, right? That's what they tell you. Now, when you list your finances out in a budget and they review it, and if you give to the church, if you tithe regularly, because I had one guy that, you know, he, he tithed regularly. And so when he went in for the, to get his loan modified, they, they said, well, you know, if you just stop giving to the church, you know, that'll help a lot. And it's like, he's like, I, I can't do that. You know, and, and he didn't, you know, and, and I know other people, you know, because that's what the world's going to tell you. Stop giving to the church, stop giving to God, stop giving to charity, keep the money for yourself. You know, but as I listened to a lot of stories in 2008, I, I wasn't the senior pastor yet, I became the senior pastor the first Sunday in 2010, but I talked to a lot of people and most of them got in trouble because of the worldly advice they took. Refinance your home. Take some money out. Live a little. You can take that second out. You can do this. And, and people were just taking that money out. You know, I, I, I talked to one guy. He was working a lot of overtime and everything. And then when 2008 hit, the overtime went away. He's like, well, I can't afford to pay my house payment now. And he lost his home. Because he'd taken out a second to do things with and have fun with and take a trip and everything because they said, hey, just take, you know, and, and he lost his house. Now, the last word that I said to you when I read that scripture is prosper. How many of you want to prosper in 2024? Amen? I do. Not just in money, but in my relationships and in, in my health and in, in everything, in my knowledge of things. I want to grow. Amen? And I'm not coming to you with a prosperity doctrine because that's not what I'm, I'm talking about. I'm simply reading what the Word of God says. And it says, whatever he does shall prosper. Amen? Whatever. Everybody say whatever. Whatever he does shall prosper. So um, let's plan on that. Uh, let's plan to prosper this year. And I will, I will point out to you some things today in this passage so that you'll have a greater understanding how to grow God's way. How many of you want to grow God's way? Amen? You know, everybody say growing God's way. Now, this, the, the first word in this passage is blessed. Isn't that funny? First word's blessed, last word's prosper. You know, how many of you want to be blessed? Huh? We always... You know, it's funny, when I went to one country, they say, um, they said, when you, when you approach women, don't shake their hand. I said, what do I do? He says, you bless them. I said, what does that mean? He goes, you just bless them. You just touch their head and bless them. I thought, oh my gosh, first time I went to Pakistan, I gave out so much blessing, it was unreal. Because, you know, how many of you know, it's mostly women that go to church. Look around. We're not doing bad. We're not doing bad. 
But, you know, in, in Pakistan, all the women sit on one side and all the men sit on the other. So, like in Pakistan, it would be, this would be all be women and that would be the men. But blessed, blessed in the Hebrew, it is plural for blessings. Blessings. And it's equivalent to the Greek word for blessed or happy. How many of you want to be happy? Huh? Choose today to be happy. Amen. So I'm going to go through some things with you. The first part's not fun, but it's, re- it's revelatory. It give, it'll give you revelation on how we fall. So the first thing that he, he said was walk. When you walk in the counsel of the ungodly, you still have a chance. Somebody told me one day, I can't watch movies with cussing and and bad words because it sticks with me and it gets in me to the point that I, that I want to say these words when I get angry. So what are you, who are you walking with? How are you walking? You know, even online, you can start walking with people. You can start walking with podcasts. You can start walking with, um, you know, people on, on social media that are sharing things. You start walking with these people. And, and, and when you're walking with them and they're saying things that maybe are contrary because they're ungodly, so you're walking with people that are ungodly. When you start walking with people ungodly and they're catch, capturing your time and attention enough for you to walk with them, um, it's when we start entertaining the devil. He starts feeding us with lies. And this is where we start getting interested in the lies he's presenting to us. And then as we're walking, then, then we, number two, we stand. It's when we stop walking and start giving more attention to what is being said. We're we're paying attention to the words coming at us. We're no longer moving forward. We've stopped to take it in. And we're taking it in. It's captured our attention and it's gaining on us. It's like you're walking in from the parking lot with somebody and they're sharing with you the rowdy party weekend they had and everything. And you're just going, oh, oh. But it's capturing you. And then when when you're at the water cooler on break time, or, you know, or you're in the break room and you're with them and then you're standing there and you're talking to them and you're taking it in, everything, and they're like, hey, maybe you ought to come with us. Maybe you ought to come next weekend. You know, It's captured your attention. And we're at a critical point of stepping over into ungodly things. We're at the point of joining with the demon that is feeding the lie to us. You can still be going to church. You may be crying at night about the decisions you made during the day. But it's got your attention so much that you strategize on how to do it. You've not stopped entertaining the lies. You're feeling guilty. You're feeling shame. But the lies are starting to stick with you. Then you, number three, you sit down with it. You've gone all in. Our way of doing things has crossed over to the dark side. You remember Star Wars? How the supreme leader tried to convince Luke, cross over. You know, Darth Vader was there trying to convince him to not fight it. And, and Luke did not sit down, but he began to fight his way out of there. He didn't know it. He was fighting his own father. But once you sit in the seat of the scornful, 
you've taken in enough by walking and standing that you sit and you start sharing it. You start sharing it with others because it's becoming a part of who you are. You believe it, even though it's wrong. This is the point of walking with the demon. And I say demon because it's demonic on how the enemy's at work to try to take you out of the body of Christ to get you to the point that you start believing a lie and giving into it so that you're captured now. You're sitting with it. You're like, hey. You start taking in the junk you've been fed. You could call him your supplier. You've taken the drug, and now you're possessed by it. It's got you. It's what you think about. It's what you strategize. It starts to consume you. You know, you knew before that it was wrong, and you hated it before, but because you've walked, and you've stood, and you sat, it's gripped you, and you let it grip you, even though you knew it was wrong. It's when we start walking with the wrong crowd that the hook comes out. And when we stand with them, the hook starts setting in. And then we're gripped. And we're now sitting in the darkness. We're sitting in the dark. And now coming back to the light seems like very difficult because you believe this lie now. You believe it so deeply that you'll try and tell others so that they'll, tr- they'll join you, that, that they'll, they'll receive what you're doing because that's who you've become. You're not blessed. You're not happy. You're not prosperous because you took a walk one day with the ungodly and you decided that you were going to like it. I didn't expect there to be a lot of amens today. I know it's hard, but I'm telling you, this is how the enemy works. He'll entice you enough to stop and stand still till it grips you, and you're sitting down and you can't see your way out of it. Walk, stand, sit. That's how the enemy is trying to get you, trying to get me. He feeds you things. He's trying to entice you. But it's all about what you do with it. Once you sit down, it may take deliverance to get rid of it. You know, down deep is wrong, but you gave up. It's like Mark's class. It's there to help so that you can get the claws removed out of you. But We don't want to, we're afraid of that. You gave in to the evil because you walked with it. That's why parents, man, they're like, don't hang around that kid. Don't hang around that kid. You're telling him, don't hang around him. Don't hang around that girl. Don't hang around them. It's not good. It's not good for you. And the kids are like, what do you mean? You know, come on, you're being mean, you know. And it's like, because parents see something. You see, the godly people see something. The godly people see, start seeing things, and they're going, 
hey, maybe you shouldn't hang around that person. That person's not real good for you. Because, you you know, you've been walking with this person, we're starting to see a change in you. And and then now you're standing, and now it seems like it's sitting in. You're not the same person you were a year ago. It's getting worse. And then once you sit down with them, you're like, what? What happened? And we've had that happen in the church. I've had people that you, you just... You know, you kind of sense something's wrong and you talk to them, they're like, no, I'm good, I'm good, I'm good. Mark, they won't tell you the truth because they don't want to admit it. But who they've been walking with, but once they stop walking and they're sitting and they're like, then they're gone. And you're like, hey, remember that guy? Because they sat down with the enemy. Get this. The devil was the most beautiful. He was the most beautiful angel. The enemy, the devil, makes it all look good to entice you. He paints a rosy picture that just makes it look beautiful. Isn't that what he did with Eve? Isn't that where the fall of man came in? Didn't he use the word of God on Eve? Did God really say that? And she gave in. The fall of mankind happened. He's not given up. He doesn't, listen, he's not out there trying to win the world, the devil. He's trying to win you, me. He's already got the world. He doesn't care about them. He's already got them. He's got them hooked on drugs. He's got them hooked on pornography. He's got them hooked into things that they never thought they'd be doing. But they they don't know what it means to walk, stand, and sit. Because when we do that, there's no blessing in it. In verse 6 it says, The ungodly will perish. Game over. But I know this. God's arm is not too short to bring us back. Amen? God's arm is not too short. (laughs) Yeah, because he brought me back from the pit of hell. Man, he brought me back in a big way. That's why I'm here today. He brought me back. Amen? He brought me back. He pulled me up out of that pit. He said, nah, I'm not going to leave you there if you don't want to be there. But you are the one who has the power to cast it off. You're the one that has to rise up. You're the one that's got to say, leave! You have to want to do it. You have to want him gone. You've got to want the change. Now, now let's remember another way. Remember last week I said, show people another way. Show them God's way. How to grow God's way. Amen? And so, number one in growing God's way, delight. Look at your neighbor and say, delight. Delight yourself in the law of the Lord. Delight yourself in the word of God. Get happy. Oh, I'm going to read through the Bible this year. Get excited about it. And, you know, I had one person tell me, you know, Pastor, I do it before I get out of bed in the morning. 
if I don't do it by then, I, I, I'm done. My mind, it's like, you know, because this person said, you know, because I get up out of bed and it's like squirrel. See, you got, you got to do it in such a way that you can, you can get it in you, amen? You get it in you. That's why I encourage you to read it every day. You don't have to read, you know, you don't have to read all that we're reading. You don't have to go through the Bible in the year, but make sure you read it every day, amen? Get it in you every day. Just make it a part. Well, hey, I'm going to read through the book of Matthew this year. Break it up into 365 days. And you know what? I believe that you start out maybe one verse a day and you'll get hungry. You'll find yourself getting hungry. You're like, I can't wait till the next day. I can't wait. I got to find out what happens. It's just like we've been watching Chosen. It's like, I can't wait. I got to binge watch that thing, you know? <laughs> I mean, I, I read the Bible, so I know what happens. But man, you know, when, you know, just the, the healings and the miracles in there, I'm just like, I got to read it again. I got to read it again. I got to get it in me, amen? I just like, whoa. And then I, I get in my head. I was like, well, if he did it for them, he'll do it for me. Amen? If he could do it for them, he'll do it now, amen? He's no respecter of persons, the Bible says, so he'll do it for me. See, because when you get the word in you, as you're walking, that world, that ungodly stuff won't stick. It won't entice you. But if you're living off of your parents' relationship with God, it'll stick. Joshua 1.8 says this. It says, This book of the law shall not depart from your mouth, but you shall meditate in it day and night, that you may observe to do according to all that is written in it, for then you will make your way prosperous, and then you will have good success. Amen? So what he's telling you is speak the word, meditate on the word, do the word, be prosperous and successful. How many of you want to prosper? Speak the word, meditate on the word, do the word. And then you, you, you make yourself prosperous and successful. It's a simple plan. It's God's plan. It's God's way of doing things. Amen? There it is. Take the word. Let it be the first thing out of your mouth. Like I said, the doctor tells you, oh, you got this, this, and this. And then you, you don't have to say it to him. When you walk out of the room, say, by his stripes I am healed in the name of Jesus. Oh, hallelujah, the Lord sent forth his word to heal me of all disease in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. You know, you start declaring the word of the Lord. Let that come out of your mouth. Don't come in agreement with everything that they said and everything's told about you. But let the word of God feed you. Let it be the food you need, the air that you breathe. Amen. Lead, read it. Listen to it. Get it in you. Get it in you so that, number two, you can meditate on it. Meditate on the Word. You know, that's what I do. That, you know, I wake up a lot in the middle of the night. You know, you know that 3 to 4 o'clock hour. Uh, so what do I do? I do my daily Bible reading right then. Go through it. I'm like, all right. And then what I do, I sit there and I close my eyes and I meditate on it. You know where I go? I go to sleep. Man, it's a sweet sleep. You meditate on the Word of God, man, it brings you rest, it brings you peace, it brings you comfort. You know, the, the Bible tells us, it says, it says, pray without ceasing, right? It, it says, to thank God without ceasing, amen? So it's possible to meditate on the Word of God day and night. Amen? It's possible to do that. 
And, and this keeps us in communion with God, and, and we're, we're walking with Him, not the ungodly. Yeah, that's what we want to be. We want to walk with Him. Genesis 5.24 says, And Enoch walked with God, and he was not, for God took him. Wouldn't you like to go like that? You're, you're walking along one day, and God says, Come on up here. And you're like, Whoa! <laughs> oh, man! You know, we, we had an older gentleman in our church. His name was R.L. Longworth. R.L. was a dear brother. He did the joy group for a while. He, he was just a wonderful man of God. He was a pastor for so many years. And he was here, and he told his one, wife one night, he goes, you know what? He goes, I'm, I'm just feeling like I just need to sit down for a bit after dinner. He sat down, and he put his head back, and he went to heaven. Just like that. He just went to heaven. Just whoosh. Yeah, the way, that's, that's how I want to do it. I want to go, or I want Jesus to come. That's what I'm hoping for. Jesus comes and I just go, whoo. You know, we walk with God and we're no more. But when you're walking with God, let your conversation be godly and not worldly. Amen. Have fellowship with God. Fellowship with Him. I reminded of the disciples that after Jesus was resurrected from the dead, that they were, they were confused, and they didn't know what, what had happened to Jesus. And they went to this city called Emmaus. And Jesus comes alongside of them, starts walking with these disciples. And he sees that they're confused about things happening, and he starts sharing with them the word from the Old Testament on forward. He, he ties it in, and they're like, wow! They're like, and when they got to Emmaus, and they, they, they say, come in with us, come in with us, have dinner with us. And he's like, well, I'm going to go on further. They're like, oh, no, please, come with us. They were, they were just so excited about the words that he shared with them and everything. And so they, they sit down and see, they still didn't recognize him. But it, they sat down with him and they broke bread with him, like we're going to do. They broke bread with him. And their eyes were opened to who he was. It's Jesus. And you know, they didn't stay in Emmaus because Jesus, once they recognized him, he disappeared. They're like, oh, how's Jesus? We got to go tell him. And so they went all the way back to Jerusalem to tell him, we saw Jesus. You see, that's the kind of communion we have, need to have, that our eyes are open to him. Our eyes are open to his plan, what he has for us, Amen. It's when we listen to him by walking with him and standing with him. And we have that communion with him about his way of doing things and his way of being right, amen? And we meditate on it and we chew it and we read it and we just take it in and, and we look at how do I apply this to my life and how can we start doing this, you know? And we re remember this scripture right here, Romans 11, 10, 17. So then faith comes by hearing, hearing by the word of God. That's how your faith grows, amen? Ezekiel 47, 7 says this, it says. Well, that's, that's ahead, I'm getting ahead of myself. But as you meditate, you will be planted, number three. Planted. You'll be like a tree planted by rivers of water. Ezekiel 47, 7, it says this, it says, when I return there, along the bank of the river, there were many trees on one side and on the other. And then in verse 12 it says, along the bank of the river, on this side and that, 
will grow all kinds of trees used for food. Their tree, their leaves will not wither. Their fruit will not fail. They will bear fruit every month because their water flows from the sanctuary. Their fruit will be food and leaves for medicine. Wow. Food and medicine. As you sit with the Lord, you are planted with him. You will bless others, amen. You'll be the very fruit that they need, amen. They'll be the, you'll be the very fruit that he's put in you that they have need of to that day. The love, the joy, the peace, the kindness, the goodness, the faithfulness, amen. The self-control, it just goes on. You'll be that for them. The Lord will use you to heal people, amen. You'll be that, that healing power. The Lord will usually heal people. Your words will be healing to people. Oh, you'll, you'll say the right things. Why? Because you meditated on the word of God and, you'll, and, and the Holy Spirit. It says in John, he says, the Holy Spirit brings all things to remembrance. So you're like, oh, and, and, and this thought will come to you and you'll be like, oh my gosh. And you'll say it and they'll be like, and they'll start crying and, and they'll be like, this is what I just needed to hear because you'll have the words of life in you because you've been meditating on the word of God and it's the first thing out of your mouth. And you just bring healing to people. You heal their soul. Amen? You heal their soul. See, because when we get born again, it's our spirit man that gets born again. Our soul is our mind and our will and emotions. And that's what the enemy goes after. He wants to change your mind. He wants to capture your emotions. Amen? He wants to get you to walk with him. He wants you to stand with him so he can input more to you so that you'll sit down with him. But when you're meditating on the words of God, when you're that tree planted by the living, living water, those things mean, mean nothing to you. You see, because... When I sat down with the Lord, I stopped looking for other things. I stopped looking for other things to help me get through. The Lord is my help. He gets me through. He's my joy. He's my strength. I'm not looking elsewhere for what I need. I'm looking to the Lord. You see, when you do that, it doesn't matter who, who walks by. The ungodly, they can say whatever they want. You just... You blow it off. But do you see the difference about who you walk with, who you stand with, and who you sit down with? One leads us to be joined to the devil, and the other leads us to be joined to God. Joshua 24, verse 15, it says, If it seems evil to you to serve the Lord, choose for yourselves this day whom you will serve, whether the gods which your fathers served that were on the other side of the river or the gods of the Amorites in, those in whose land you dwell. But as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. Joshua made the right choice, amen? And that's the only right decision. God's arm is not too short. Pull us out of the darkness of that seat that we can sit in with the devil. You just have to renounce it and you have to come sit 
at the table of the Lord. And you have to have communion with him so that your eyes are open to him. So you can begin that journey with the Lord today. This year, 2024, let's make a bold step to decree and declare that we're going to walk with the Lord only, amen? And we're going to burn our seat of the scornful. The end result is you'll prosper. That's where the victory is. As we sit at the Lord's table today, and we have communion. Let's first destroy anything we've been sitting with, standing with, or walking with that's not of God. Let's make the decision that Joshua made. But it's for me and my house. We're going to serve the Lord. Let's pray. Praise you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. Father, here we are. Today, a day of new beginnings, God. As we said last week, old things passed away and all things become new, Lord. We leave 2023 and all those years behind. Lord, and we start afresh today. Lord, today... We want to walk with you. We want to stand with you. And we want to sit with you only. We want you, Lord, to be the influence of our lives. We don't want to be convinced of any evil, God. We don't want to be enticed by the things that the enemy's throwing out there. We don't want to be enticed by the things that the enemy's trying to make look good to us the way he did Eve. We want to stand with you, Lord. We want to sit at your table. And we want to have communion with you today. Maybe you're here today and you say, Pastor Ron, whether you've been walking or standing or sitting with the, the enemy of our soul, and he's been trying to entertain you, he's been trying to grip you. Maybe he has, but you say, today, I'm done with it. Today, I'm I'm burning that stool. I'm making a comeback with the Lord today. I'm getting right where I need to be. If that's you, just raise your hand and wave at me today because I'm going to pray for you. Amen. 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 Praise God. Amen. <coughs> Excuse me. Amen. I see all those hands. You can put them down. Amen. Amen. Let's stand together. Can we say this together? Maybe we just need to join hands today. Just come into agreement. You're not in it alone. We're here together. You can come up here, hon. Just say this with me. Dear Heavenly Father, I thank you for your son Jesus. Jesus, thank you for dying for me. 
today, Lord. I want to burn that seed. That seed of the scornful. I no longer want to stand with the enemy. I don't want to walk with sinners. I want to walk with you. I want to know you. I want to be your son or daughter. I want to be your child, Lord. Forgive me where I've wandered. Bring me back. That I may have communion with you. That today, Lord, as I drink this juice, and I eat this bread, I know that my past is over. Today is a new day. I am sitting in high places with Jesus Christ. I am seated with Jesus. Devil, get off! All those dark places must go. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen and amen. Let's give the Lord a big hand. Robert and Victoria are going to come right now. One will stand on one side, one on the other. If you'll come and get the, the juice and the cracker this morning, you can kneel here at the altar, you can stand down here, you can go back to your seat, but we'll take it all together in a few moments once everybody's been served. So come and get it all. Praise you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Praise you, Jesus. Praise you, Lord. Praise you, Lord. Hallelujah. Praise you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Ori ambare bibi sori ambare mikira babala mamare bibi bibi. Praise you, Jesus. We glorify you, God. We exalt you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Praise you, Jesus. Glory to you, Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise you, Jesus. 
praise you, Lord. Good to have you with us, Pastor Emil. Good to see you, brother. Praise you, Jesus. Praise you, Jesus. Praise you, Lord. She's got some more over there. Amen. Praise you, Lord. Praise you, Jesus. Too short. Well, here, you guys, you take my cup, and you can share it in Delon tonight. Come over here, Delon, and we'll share our cup. <clears throat> Amen. I'm glad we don't have enough. That means more people are coming. Amen. Keep coming. Amen. Father, we thank you for your body, Lord. We thank you, Lord, that you were willing so that we could have life. And I speak life into every one of us today. 1 Corinthians eleven twenty three. 23, it says, For I received from the Lord that which I also delivered to you, that the Lord Jesus on the same night which he was betrayed, he took bread, and when he had given thanks, he broke it. And he said, Take eat, this is my body which is broken for you. Do this in remembrance of me. Take and eat the bread. Father, we thank you for the blood of Jesus, which washes us and cleanses us. It's healing to our bodies. I pray right now, Lord, as we are about to drink of this cup, I pray for a cleansing over every single one of us today, God, that we be cleansed from all unrighteousness, Lord, even as we pray today. Lord, we be healed of all disease today. As your word declares, by your stripes we are healed. In the same manner, he also took the cup after supper, saying, This cup is the new covenant in my blood. This do as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. For as often as you eat this bread and drink this cup, you proclaim the Lord's death till he comes. Take and drink. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. We give you praise today, God. We thank you, Lord. 
for your word. Now, Lord, I pray that for every one of us, as we go our way today, Father, we'd be aware of our surroundings. We'd be aware of who we're walking with, who we're standing with, who we're sitting with, God. That, Lord, that we would meditate on you, we'd delight ourselves in you, meditate on you, your word. And, Father God, that we'd be planted. We'd be planted by that tree of living water. That we would bring healing to people, God. That your love, your joy, and your peace, your fruit would just abound in each one of us today, God. And that, Lord, that people could come to us and they'd be healed in the name of Jesus. That, Lord, that we would help people find freedom from that seat of the scornful. And, Lord, that you, your joy, would be our strength, that you would carry us through this year, Father, and your grace would be upon each one of us, Father, and that we would grow like never before in you. We thank you, Father, and we give you praise in Jesus' name. And everyone said, Amen. Let's give the Lord a hand. Come on.